Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 282. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our podcast after this. Uh, Andy, what do you think is going to happen with China and Taiwan? Uh, I'm sure, as you saw on the news today, Nancy Pelosi touched down in uh, Taiwan and uh, China is not happy. And I've seen a thing about like 25 of their fighter jets are flying over Taiwan, shutting down the airspace and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. What, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't think they're going to like kill her or anything like that. So that'd be crazy if they did. Yeah. I think that'd be <laughs> Why is a little she nuts. There? Is she collecting a bag <clears throat> of cash or something? I don't know. Was it vacation or is it diplomatic relations? I don't. I don't really know. Why are they so upset? Am I allowed to go to to, to Taiwan? Like I don't know. I don't know how that I works. Think you can. Um, I think because she works for us technically, but usually politicians it's the other way around. I'm assuming she's there collecting a bag of cash, but on the behalf of us, <clears throat> and we don't get any of that cash, yeah. but she does. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think she needs it. I think she's uh, well, her family's done. Here well comes for- the quote of how many uh, water boats can you yeah. ski behind? Um, but I think China just likes to be um, loud and Annoying. tough, you know? Yeah. Beat yeah. Your chest. Like, better not do it. Better not do it. And it's like, fuck you. I'm going to do it. You know, what do you, you can't scare me. I have all this Wall Street money or whatever she has, you know? She's not yeah. afraid. She's like 82. Her what husband. You to kill me? I think yeah. she's older than that. Her husband just got. Let go after he was drunk driving. Sure. Yeah. Who else has that kind of power? I all rich people probably, but I wouldn't go all. <laughs> yeah. That extent of of richness, you know. Yeah. I so I don't know. I haven't followed it a whole lot or closely whatsoever. I know it happened this morning. I don't think I've heard anyone say, or I haven't read at least why she's there, other than obviously. We identify that Taiwan is not a place of China, unlike SoundCloud. Um, we have fans over there, after all. So, I, I don't know. It's not clear to me. But, yeah, China always wants to be mad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had no idea that, like I said, no one from our government has been there in years because of this. 25 like, years or something. It's like, that seems stupid. Like, just do it. Yeah. Like, what? they're not going to do anything, so... Well, you heard it here first, folks. Listen to Andy. Mark it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully this is the last uh, we have we speak of it, but who knows? Oh, no, this Taiwan thing will last forever. We'll be dead, and this will still be going no, on. No, I mean this immediate this, thing. Yeah, this specific one, yeah. <laughs> like they're going to be like, okay, we're, we're fine. You guys can have it. Yeah, it's over. They're independent now. Goodbye. Uh, okay. Well, let's move off of that kind of stuff, and uh, let's move over to uh, Leo and Scorsese are back at it. Yeah, so uh, they just love working with each other so much. They've already got their next project lined up, so um, why am I already forgetting what? Killers of the of the Flower Moon is supposed to come out next year. Uh, I was hoping it was going to come out uh, earlier, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to come out next May, most likely. Uh, so this is um, going to Apple, Apple TV Plus, and it's been in the works for a while, filmed a while. Um, well, now they already got another one lined up. So um, this one is called uh, The Wager, and it's uh, from the same author of uh, the the novel that Killers of the Flower Moon was written by. So there's uh, David Gran. So he wrote another book. Like, let's do another book uh, of his. So um yeah, that's interesting, and uh, I believe Leo wasn't, he's not the main character of uh, The Killers of the Flower Moon, so uh, probably will be this time. I think he had some other conflicts, he had to film some stuff, so he couldn't be the main character, but he's you know still a um, higher character, I'm sure. It's not a cameo, but um, yeah, that's cool that they're still... <laughs> He's he's got to be eighty something, you know. Scorsese, he keeps doing this stuff. So. Born in forty two, yeah. It's coming up on it. It's November seventeenth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just keep keep doing them, you know. And uh, yeah, that's also supposed to be for Apple TV Plus. So, right. um, 
Strange. I'd like to see him in theaters again. That's now that'll be now three in a row. Your house is practically um, a theater, Andy. It's just not the same. You know, I don't. I don't get it. Sure, you could walk across to the theater with your Apple TV and just be like, "Can you play this for me yeah, on the big sure screen?" There, sure. like, anything for you, Andy. Yeah, I am a paying customer. <laughs> you're not even. You're beyond that. You're a member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Platinum. Well, I'm into that. And if you yeah. look at upcoming projects, obviously most of it's in development, but I love what's on the docket. Just looking at the titles, Leonardo da Vinci for uh, Leo, untitled Ulysses S. Grant project, Roosevelt. Hopefully this stuff gets made, but it sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Well, it looks like this author, everything he's ever made has been turned into a movie. So that's pretty impressive. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about Tomb Raider and how they're no more at MGM. Yeah, so there's been, you know, talks about a another Tomb Raider movie for a while. They made one in 2018 with Alicia Vikander, and it was okay. It was good for a video game movie. Usually those, those movies are, are pretty bad, if you think, to like Hitman and stuff like that. It's like they're bad movies, but this was like, this is okay. Maybe there's something here. Maybe they can build something. Um, but I guess they couldn't get anything done. They had some plans, but it's not going forward. Um, and because there's no movie going forward, uh, MGM has lost the rights. So a lot of a lot of these rights you get from from like characters and stuff, you have to make the movie if or you else you lose use it. Them. You lose it. Yes, exactly. So uh, they're they're done. So Tomb Raider is a free agent. So if you are a movie studio, you can uh, pitch the people who own that uh, license and make your own movie if they if they accept. So um, that's interesting. You know, Hollywood never has. Uh, new ideas, so I would expect no, some point ideas to hear are over. to hear back from this. They'll be like, oh, "Let's do it again." All right, so now this will be the third time we're going to try to make Tomb Raider a thing. So, uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. I liked the one from two thousand and one because of my age. Yeah. If you watched it now, it's a heaping pile of trash. But a young unknown Daniel Craig. Oh, okay, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, Tell us about Ben Affleck and Aquaman. He's replacing uh, Amber Heard? No. So Amber Heard is still very much in that movie. Oh. Um, but so is Ben Affleck, which is, is a little bit of a, little bit of a surprise. Yeah. So uh, Jason Momoa, your favorite guy, Ugh. posted a picture of them hanging out and saying like, <sighs> hey, he's back. He's he's the the bad is back or something like that. And, you know, I'm here with my my, my buddy. So, um, yeah, he confirmed that Ben Affleck will be appearing in Aquaman 2, which is, it's very confusing. This whole thing is very confusing. This next story makes it even more confusing. No one really knows what's going on with all these uh, DC movies. Ben Affleck, like, publicly retired from Batman. He's like, I hated it. I hated, or at least he hated the the second movie he did. Um, but since then, he's he's supposed to be in the Flash movie. Well, Andy, and money now, talks, and I don't know if you know this, but he now has a family, so at yeah. least a wife. So he's got to put, uh, you know, a roof over the head and food on the table. I, th- I think she's fine. I think she probably gets a lot of residuals from Anaconda. You know, yeah, huge Anaconda <laughs> money. Care. Uh, but all about um, that Jack residuals. Yeah. Uh, so the crazy thing is, there's some rumors that said. Ben Affleck had to film these these scenes because Batman was already in the movie, but it was Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton is playing Batman in the Flash movie as well, oh which God. the Flash movie was supposed to be out already. But then that it guy got, became a raging lunatic. Yeah, it got delayed. People expect it got delayed. So people kind of forget about this uh, Ezra Miller guy and let him uh, let that whole thing settle. Probably never going to happen, but that movie's not coming out till next summer. So now it'll be very confusing to people and like, well, why is Michael Keaton here? Because he hasn't been reintroduced yet. Um, so it throws everything off. So they're like, well, let's just bring Ben Affleck back. Is I'm sure it's just going to be like a cameo or something. He's going to say hi to Aquaman, and then Aquaman's going to go dive into the ocean and you know, hang out with octopus and stuff like that, and some squids. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited for this movie because. I like James Wan. He does weird things, and I think he's going to be able to do what he wants with this movie. It's, it should be already done. Um, yeah, the whole Amber Heard part of it is going to be insane. I hope Johnny Depp like goes to premiere and like 
makes an ass of himself or something. I, I want all the craziness. Just let it, all the weird stuff happen. Maybe Ben Affleck will bring some like Dunkin' Donuts and, and he'll drop it. I don't know. I don't get that. But you don't get that? Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, he dropped the Dunkin' Donuts on paparazzi caught him. You never saw that picture? What are you talking about? Ben Affleck dropping the the coffees? No. <laughs> it was a real thing. <laughs> they they caught him. He was like walking back to his house with like four coffees or something and then dropped them. I don't work at TMZ. <laughs> How would I know that? It's a funny thing. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. Why would you go pick up coffee? He probably has the nicest coffee machine at his house. Sometimes you just want to get out of the house. You know, he's going through a divorce. His house is this Ben Affleck? Yeah. This was like back then when he was in a dark place. Oh, so he probably went to a bar. And then Dunkin' Donuts. And I was going to drink all those coffees to get it right. Yeah, this isn't for me, so that'll be for someone. Hey, Aquaman made a lot of money. People like that shit. They like seeing squids play drums and shit like that and giant crabs fight each other. Yeah. He's also in Clerks 3, so I'm sure you're stoked about that. Momoa? Yeah, that's ben cool. Af- ben Affleck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'd rather see Momoa in, in Clerks 3, though. Yeah, it'd be interesting. All right, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. He is uh, going to reprise a, a famous role and uh, beat some ass. Well, you skipped a story here. I wanted to do them back-to-back here. So we'll get back to Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, but part two of oh, the okay. DC yeah, might as well, news yeah. here. Uh Big project announced, shelved. Announced today that uh, HBO Max, Warner Brothers, whatever you want, whoever is in charge here, uh, canceled the upcoming Batgirl movie. So, so Batgirl was supposed to be a, an HBO Max original movie. So not coming to theaters, but going straight to HBO Max. Um, and it's filmed. It's done. Um, it's got real people in it. J.K. But Simmons coming back as, hold as on. Gordon. They also changed it, though. And then they were like, yeah, it's going to be in theaters, too, right? Yeah, so they, when the, they went back to put more money into it for that reason, if I when read the right. new management came in, they're like, "Fuck this streaming only. We're gonna try to get movies into into theaters." They're like, "This is, might go to theaters now," and they've done that with some other of their projects. Um, but yeah, this is a, like a big movie. So Brendan Fraser is gonna be the the, the villain here. Um, Michael Keaton was gonna be back as Batman Game somehow. Six hundred pounds for this role. Yeah, cut it. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but then they, they just said we're not gonna we're not gonna show it anywhere. We're not gonna put it in theaters. We're not gonna put it on HBO Max. Um, they're just the only way you're gonna cost. watch this movie is if you own that company. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, you know, there could be some uh, internet campaigns or something. We don't know. So what People does that tell you? This movie's that bad? Uh, they said no. They said there have been screenings of it, but it's not that bad that they think it, it needs to be pulled. They don't want to. It's a it's a ninety million dollar movie, is what they said. Yeah, ninety million. So comic bucks book movies are two hundred. Sit on. Yeah, comic book movies are usually two hundred million dollars. So there's this was always meant to be smaller. Um, it was meant to go to the streamer. They weren't going to spend tons of money on it. So it's not comic a big book movies, spectacle. Even when they're not fifty million dollars of you know paid to the you know heroes. Yeah, like Avengers. Still- like I'm talking one Spider Man. Is two hundred fifty million dollar budget? Um, what are, you, what are you talking about? What a movie that just stars one superhero. Yeah, so like the Thor movie was like three hundred million dollar budget. Oh my, super huge! God, and so the just that's the budget of these movies is super high. So ninety million seemed like a bargain, which would make maybe for an interesting movie that they can't rely on giant explosions and CGI and everything. I'd be interested to see what a ninety million dollar. Uh, comic book movie looks like we don't get those very much um but yeah just done they're not going to put it out and this is uh yeah it's there's two problems here which is what is going on with the dc lineup that i think the idea was like well we can't put this out if again michael keaton's supposed to be in this and that doesn't make any sense because the flash has to go back and ruin the timeline and bring michael keaton back look spider-man the new one just opened up an actual you know can of worms for us so you can thank them yeah, so there's all kinds of weirdness there, and then they have other. There are other DC projects that were supposed to be smaller in scale, but what are they gonna? What's gonna happen with what those? What about and, like the Joker? That's there's no way that thing was a, a t- over a hundred million dollars. No, it wasn't. But and that was that worked very well, and he's yeah, an anti-hero, was, but nonetheless, heroes in the title. 
that was different management. So back then, Warner Brothers was like, we could do different things with these DC movies. We, we can make smaller stuff. We can make still make they the big stuff. They could be in the realm of reality. Uh, yeah. So they were like, we could do a lot of different types of stuff. We could have, again, squids playing the drums, and then we could have a thing that takes place in like what seems like a real city. I'm with Ridley. Uh, whatever yeah. he said about the superhero movies are, are just yeah. palace shit ruining us for yeah. watching actual movies. But then the uh, the other part of this is just Warner Brothers in general. What's going on with uh, the new CEO from Discovery Channel has been making a ton of moves. Some of it seemed smart at first. Um, they canceled more projects this this week. Um, not things I watched, but like it was like. They said HBO Max is no longer to be in the in the business of making like family entertainment. So there was like some you what? know sitcoms for uh you know, like they did the HBO Max shows, not the HBO shows, but they have a separate thing, HBO Max. So they're like basically kind of killing off a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Um they already killed off all the like TBS and TNT shows. Um and now they're killing off movies that are already made. Uh there was a remake of um House Party. Remember House Party, that that movie? Uh, was that the like, uh, with kid and play? Kid and play. Yeah. The hell is that? It was a music group from the late eighties, early nineties. I don't know, but they I throw I know a house party. Yeah, about. yeah, they throw a house they have party. The weird haircuts. Yeah, he has that flat top, that giant thing. Looks like Marge Simpson type hair. Yeah, uh, maybe not that big, but you know, uh, they made a remake of that. Uh, I believe LeBron produced it. Um, that was supposed to be out already, and they took it off the schedule, and it has not been put back on the schedule. So uh, that was, again, one of the things made for HBO Max. Um, that was supposed to be like their, their new thing. We have this great st- streaming service. We'll make real movies that will be on there. They won't be as big uh, as of a budget, but uh, they'll still be real movies you might want to see. Um, and right now, we don't know, is that going to still happen? Um, there's the ones that have already been made. If they're willing to pull this, the Batgirl, which would be one of the bigger ones, uh, what else are they willing to uh, get rid of? Um, I did see they also pulled a bunch of the original movies that have already come out. So there's content that's already been made for uh, HBO Max that they're, they're just scrubbing it. They're just like, it's, it's gone. It happened. Yeah. So there's that. Um, no one watched it, but there was that movie that was like Anne Hathaway in in made during yeah in COVID. Like London, right? Yeah, so that's just gone. So well, you can't. It looks terrible. Yeah, but that's crazy to just like it's gone now. Like you can't watch it. It doesn't seem um, locked real. down. Yes. So yeah, I can confirm this house party remake is produced by LeBron James, and they they just pulled it. Um, that they don't want to be in the business of making streaming movies. Uh, they want to make movies that go in the theaters, which I can appreciate. But I agree with that. Um, I think it's cool to still make other stuff sometimes. That, But I, I don't know. This is this is just them shitting on Netflix. Yeah, it, it's also this is dangerous when it comes to pissing off people. So the uh, the directors of this Batgirl movie, um, they're they're having a, you know, a nice little run here they directed bad boys for life uh and then they also directed the best episodes of the the miss marvel show um so it's like they're they're doing stuff and now you you probably really pissed them off Eh, i'm sure politics will come into play hey we'll give you your green lit your next passion project but you're gonna spend 400 million dollars on it they'll say fine i mean you'll, you'll have to see they already warner brothers already pissed off uh chris renault and they lost him for life but I wonder if other people will be like, I don't like the way they're doing business here and I'm not going to do a movie with Warner Brothers that they're kind of crazy. I mean, the, the guy shit on Clint Eastwood like when he first took over and basically said that Clint Eastwood's last movie was bad and I would never green light something like that. And it's like, you would because it's fucking Clint Eastwood. You owe it to him. <laughs> they have, they've had a deal with Clint Eastwood for like 50 plus years that they just, whatever he wants to do, yeah, we'll make it because he's delivered for him so often. So. Um, for this new guy to come in and be like, yeah, fuck that. I don't owe anything to Clint Eastwood. It's like, that's not a great thing to to say. But. Clint Eastwood will kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna go to Universal as well. He'll be like, I'm 94. I'm still doing it. Cry macho too. Yeah. Even more macho. Uh, but yeah, just, just weird that this is, I don't know. I 
They're making the weirdest moves. They're going to make more like house hunters or something. That's all they care about is reality TV. Yeah, that's terrible. There's like yeah. eight different Love Islands, I think, on TV right now or something. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep popping up on our streaming shit. Like, this one's the UK version. Like, what does that mean? There's a lot of islands in this world. I guess. All right, Andy, now we'll go back to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be in Roadhouse Remakes. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is a strange one. I don't know if I, I wanted this. Roadhouse is, is still... Is going to grow a mullet? No, he's according according to the uh, synopsis, he's playing a retired MMA fighter. Um, so I don't like MMA. I guess they could have mullets. I I don't know. I don't, he's <clears throat> Joan Hall does some weird stuff, so maybe he will do something really weird with this. Um, but what I was saying is, it's like Roadhouse doesn't need to be remade. You could still watch that movie, and it'll make sense. But they do want to modernize it, I'm sure. And there's gonna be uh, cell phones. You know, cell phones are a big deal now. Oh God, so. yeah. So everyone's just gonna be filming him beating the shit out of some asshole to be taken know. out of context, and then you know his his wife's like, "You said you were done with that." Yeah. And he's like, "No, babe, wait." <clears throat> so that's the third um, act right there. But it's also it's taking place in the Florida Keys, which is a different setting. Um, and fight an alligator. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Doug Lyman's supposed to direct. He's made some good movies. Did uh, I think he did a Born movies. He did um, Edge of Tomorrow. Was a good one. Mm. Um, oh, watch so, this. Is this going to the theaters or to and Netflix? No, this is going to Amazon. So okay. they're still around. You know, you forget about them sometimes, but they're no, still there. They made the terminal list. Yeah, so they're they're out there. Yeah, they're making that kind of content. Just guys beating each other up and doing shit, you know? Man. Yeah, that's what they want to do. They got Reacher. They got Terminal yeah, List. Very good And show. they got Roadhouse. <laughs> and the Tomorrow War. And season three of Jack Ryan probably coming. Just that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They know their market. They need season two first, right? I thought they were. No, is, that's the other one. Yeah. They, that, that's coming soon, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, good on them. Okay, Andy. Uh, we've got some major news in the... Uh, Santa Claus uh, series development. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Sure. David Crumholtz is back. Yes, I did see this. So he is obviously, he obviously, if you, you guys aren't remembering, he played the lead elf with dreadlocks for some reason in the uh, movies. <laughs> now, he was a child back then, you know, or early uh, teen. He's no yeah. longer an early teen, but their whole thing is like, oh, I'm 500 years old and I look like I'm you know, eight and a half. How are they going to do that? My guess is that he renounced his elfhood and allowed him to age. When did we talk about this? What do you mean? When did we talk about this? Was that just before the pod? About I had renouncing... this conversation with someone. No. But wasn't I... you? No. I'm very See, it's, confused it's a, now. it's a common idea. People do it all the time. They um, want to be mortal, you know, like um, in Mortal Kombat 2. Do you remember when Raiden went to the gods and then told them? Never. I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's a very, very great movie. Uh, that's one of the worst movies ever. But that's that's what came to me right away was when, when Raiden was like, I don't want to be a god anymore because I want to fight for the uh, humans. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's going to have his own family of elves. And somehow the kid elves age him. They suck the life out of him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something I mean, like also, the, the whole point is, is. Tim Allen's giving up being Santa, which is like he's also must be being renounced his his Santa powers or whatever. Who knows how that works? I don't know. Um, I feel like Santa's supposed to be old, yeah. so this is like his prime. Yeah, but I said that I looked at the the plot synopsis is about him not being Santa anymore. So oh, he's getting too old for this shit. Yeah, I, we'll have to see, but. Um, yeah, I was not on board with it um, when I was oh, like, I need, on, I need, I need David Crumbolt's back. So now that he's he is coming back, this is this is big news. Maybe will they get the little fat kid from Disney's The Kid? <sighs> I don't, I don't think so. Um, so how hard could he be to get? <laughs> speaking of fat, is uh, David Crumbolt is a, is a bigger guy now? Yeah, he is. Um, he's not quite um, Brendan Fraser in the whale, but um, he, he's he's definitely not a little guy. So. He's also uh he's gonna be in um Oppenheimer like nine nine thousand other people but that's Tim Allen that's cool no David Crumholtz oh yeah I don't um, I don't know what Tim Allen would do but could he be a scientist could add more power to the bomb <laughs> has he ever been a scientist Tim Allen 
Yeah. I think he's just been a Santa and uh, a businessman. He was an actor who played the captain of a spaceship. Yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah. one. That's a very good movie. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I mean, his his talent knows no bounds. Has he done science? It's a real question. I'm going to say no. All right, well, moving right along, I'm sure we'll have more info as uh, the Christmas season approaches on that, because I think that is due out this year. Uh, Drago spinoff, and uh, Stallone hmm, is yeah. pissed. Now, Dolph allegedly thought he was attached and involved into this in this project before he committed, because they are friends. And uh, Stallone was had some harsh words online that he's since taken down, I guess, about the 94-year-old producer and his worthless children. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week. And it's just very strange to go so hard at someone, but he's definitely hurt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're doing what they can with, with what's left of that movie. Like you said, there's no more original ideas anymore. Mm-hmm. So... Well, start. what's strange about that is like that the young Drago from Creed 2, it was cool to see, but it wasn't like I need to know more about that dude. Like, I think he's just like an MMA dude. He wasn't like a great actor or anything. Whereas like Dolph Lundgren is so compelling just in, in every way. That, if he dies. Yeah. He dies. Um, But yeah, that's a, it could be a good project, but it looks like Stallone does not going to approve. And who knows? But making us think about it Creed 3 is done it's already happening it's hey, coming out upset about that so but yeah more to follow uh i assume all right next up andy uh big news again disney plus stuff as you're listening to this uh listener here lightyear is on disney plus mm, so okay if you didn't watch it in theaters and want to see it you now can so I'll probably try. I turned on The Incredibles the other night. It was wonderful. The original. Yeah. No, yeah. No, Lightyear is good. I'd say it's good. Not not as good as The Incredibles, I would say. Not not that high up, but um, still worth it. I think it's quick. You know, that's a positive. I mean, from home, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Like if you're going to go to the theater and you might not like the movie or it's a kid's movie. No. Without kids, I, I can't do it. But yeah. I did it. I did it. It was fine. There were you no did, kids watching it. It, it was oh, just weird adults. Yeah. They're too busy watching your uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I almost called it Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Andy, uh, you got some trailers you want to talk about? Yeah. So the first one is also has a little bit of news attached to it. But uh, Andor, the next Star Wars series, uh, got delayed about a month from end of August to September 21st. And uh, it, they'll release three episodes on September 21st. So that's oh, a new Diego for, Luna. Love. Yeah. Him. So this is new for uh, Disney plus. I mean, it's also got Stellan Skarsgård. So this is going to be, could be a good one. Yeah. Um, I think the reason they're doing this is to have less overlap between Marvel and Disney shows. I, I talked about that with, I think it was a mistake putting that Miss Marvel show out like same time as Obi-Wan. Cause it just kind of got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and She-Hulk, very important show to me. Yeah, I saw a, a billboard where she was picking up the billboard. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Um, that's coming out in a couple weeks, and that's supposed to that would then carry it through like the end of September. So they didn't want to have uh, this show come out just a couple weeks after She-Hulk comes out and have uh, most of their runs be overlapping. So now uh, Andor will come out September 21st, and that'll run through... Uh, I think November It is 12 episodes long, which is uh, much longer than these Disney Plus shows ever been. They already have season two approved for 2023. Yes. And and that is it because we do know, um, or if you might not know. He's got to go back to Narcos, right? Well, no, he's got to die because uh, he he is one of the leads. He's one of the leads in Rogue One. Um, Uh, And he he dies like everyone else does in that movie. If he dies. Um, Yeah. So this is a, a prequel to Rogue One. Uh, this show could be really good because they're saying some good things here. Um, Tony Gilroy worked on the first movie. He, he's credited with the screenplay. And then uh, most people think he directed like the reshoots for uh, Rogue One, which I think people like as a movie. I think it, was, it was a, had some cool stuff in it. Um, 
So he's back and he's a real Hollywood filmmaker, or really screenwriter and everything. Has written a lot of big movies, been nominated for Academy Awards. Um, so this is just like not some guy that they brought off the street to run the show. This is a this is a big name. Um, and he also brought along with him some other bigger names, including uh, his brother, uh, Dan Gilroy, who um best known for writing and directing Nightcrawler, really good movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and also I saw uh, part of the writing staff is a uh, Bo Willimon, who's um writes a lot of like political thrillers and stuff, uh, including uh, he's the creator of um, House of Cards and did that oh. show, which um, was a good show when it started. When he worked on the show, it was very much a good show. Yeah. So um, that's like an interesting group there. Uh, this show appears to be kind of will have some uh, political thriller to it. Um, you know, it's about the the rebellion and not just people like on the ground shooting guns, but, you know, people in the the government and making Politics moves behind. Yeah. It all. Yeah. So and the fact that it's 12 episodes indicates that it's a real show and not just a long movie that they, they cut up. So, yeah, hopefully this is good. They also uh, said that they didn't film it. You know, the the volume, the the room that they project the images on. Yeah. So it's like not a green screen, but a basically a green screen. They said they didn't use any of that shit for this. This is all real. Um, so they filmed like they on location and everything. To, yeah. The, uh, the planets. And everything. Yeah. That's great. Um, so it sounds like they're doing the right things for this series. So. And Diego Luna can carry a, a, a camera pretty well with him. Uh, yeah. And he gets to play a, a, a roguish spy. It'll be fun. Wonderful in the terminal. Yeah. He's great as a newbie in open range. Check that out from 2003. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You, no one knew who he was, and no one. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know him until the terminal. Yeah. Tom Hanks is wonderful in that. All right, what's your other one or others? Uh, yeah, just one. Uh, Pinocchio, uh, Guillermo oh, del Toro's Pinocchio. So a trailer for this. Uh, still saying December. Uh, and what is interesting about this is is Robert Zemeckis's Pinocchio is is due out in a month. So we got these two Pinocchios going to battle here at the end of the year. Um. The Del Toro one is definitely very different. Stop motion animation. And he promises that the the story is not the traditional Pinocchio story, that it gets into different things. So um, it's like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sure. Yeah. We don't really know uh, what happens to Pinocchio uh, in Guillermo Del Toro's Pinocchio. So I'll probably end up watching both. Um, it'll be fun to compare. But yeah, why not? Definitely looking forward to, to, to both of them. I, I trust Robert Zemeckis will know how to make a turn in a solid little Disney remake and Del Toro knows how to do weird shit. So who's going to end up with deep impact and who's going to end yeah. up with Armageddon? Yeah, that is an interesting one right there. Volcano and Dante's mm-hmm. peak. I was more of a volcano guy. I think I was too. Yeah. Cause it took place in LA. It was cool. Yeah, Randy I, Newman was at the end of it. I remember. I mean, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones, come on. Yeah. All right. I uh, I hate Tommy Jones. I never want to talk about him again. Well, to quote Tommy Lee Jones, (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Why do you hate him? Uh, We'll talk about it. Bumped into him on set one time and he was a jerk. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. We're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y at checkout, they're going to give you 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many do you have? I've got three. I've got two. Okay. Let me lead, lead off? off. Yeah, okay. Doing every um, other one kind of thing. So uh, this first uh, one I watched is, uh, it. I watched it, they released a uh, 4K version of it for its 25th anniversary. Uh, so it's a movie that came out in July of 1997. Jumanji? No. It is a movie called uh, Men in Black starring oh. Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Will Smith. And you hate him because um, of that. Yeah, no, that was that was a joke. He's he's incredible in this movie. Um, I don't know when the last time 
I watched this movie front to back, but I watched it so much um, when I was younger. Owned the VHS oh, of this one. It was one. on TNT or TBS every like eleven hours. Yeah, and it's it still holds up. It's it's an incredible movie. Just so well done, so well paced. Great script. Just gets you right into that world right away. Um, it's an hour and thirty two minutes until you hit credits. So this movie flies. Uh, just just goes just like it, the it, scene in the uh, tunnel. Yeah, exactly. So just. Reveals all the things you need to reveal. Has incredible cast, great characters. Rip Torn, you always forget how great Rip Torn is. Oh, yeah. um, We're not hosting an intergalactic just, kegger. Just, they found the right mix of people and voices for this. Um, that's just perfect. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, what a performance. I don't know how he did it. I just don't. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm looking for a cat. <laughs> But I was, uh, yeah, I was happy to add that to my collection. Got a nice uh, steel book special edition there. Um, I could have purchased. They had uh, like the the box set of the of the trilogy. Who needs? And I was like, it? I've never seen the second one. I've heard it's terrible, and I've seen the third one, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. But but Tommy Lee Jones is barely in it. Where and what's his name? Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville has his head in a backpack or something. That's like the second one. I've never seen that one. Oh. So the third one is um, Will Smith goes back in time to the 60s and Josh Brolin is playing uh, K, which is like, then you lose Tommy Lee Jones for most of that movie. So that yeah. kind of sucks. Um, but it's fine. Um, then, then do you remember that they made a fourth one? That was recent. Yeah, it was a spinoff that wasn't. No, no one saw that. N- I, nobody saw it. Like it just, I was like, oh yeah, that existed. That's a movie that That's if insane. it came out on HBO, they would have pulled it. It's gone right now, but it's an HBO movie. Uh, and that's sad that they they were never able to make another good one of these movies because it is such a good premise. But maybe it's just like that was a good movie. Leave, we leave it alone. You know, we because don't need to do more. Because they were good, you should leave it alone. Yeah. And especially because the way the Men in Black ends is like, well, Tommy Jones is retiring. And it's like, that's a nice end. Don't don't bother him. I don't know how they brought him back. How'd they get him back in, in number two? $250 million. Um, yeah. I know in reality, but in, in the story, what was the... Uh, How'd that work? But yeah, it's still great. So you don't need to worry if you're like, oh, is that still good? Is as good as it was when I was a kid? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a, a very fun movie. He gets the noisy cricket. Mm-hmm. Those little aliens drinking coffee. That was hilarious. He tracked down a cephalopoid. Mm-hmm. Blinked two sets of eyes. Like yeah. That. I know that movie inside and out. Yeah. He drags the table over while they're all taking the test in their little like pod chairs. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot of great little like visual moments where he's uh, Edgar is uh, rolling the UFO like up into that yeah. exterminator's truck and doesn't fit. And it's like pretty funny. Give me sugar in water. All right. You ready for uh, my first one? Yeah. I went to the theater to uh, burn my uh, July movie pass uh and by the way that i got an email uh yesterday this is the last month of the peacock uh, movie mm. promo so uh they said it would run at least through the summer uh but i don't know what i'll see this month we'll see but i saw elvis two hours and nearly 40 minutes uh enjoyed a whole lot of this movie um there were two rap songs early on that were out of place yeah. I don't understand why rap would be in a movie about a guy from the 50s, but I understand yeah. you have to appeal to young kids who probably shouldn't be watching this movie to begin with because they're young. They don't like Elvis unless there's, you know, bass uh, computer to it. Uh, but other than that, really enjoyed it. Um, I feel like I wrote one other thing down in my mind, but I'm blanking on it, so it's not going to get called out right now. Um, I do wonder... Did Colonel Tom Parker actually sound like he was from Holland? Because I watched an interview and he didn't sound like that at all. <laughs> but it was much later uh, in his life, yeah. like probably t- 10 years before he died or something. Uh, because I think you had mentioned in the scene where it's like, I'm from Virginia. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it makes Elvis look pretty great in terms of he's just not that bright of a guy he's trusting people he thinks he can trust but he can't and his parents specifically his dad is a moron uh, 
And I feel like that kind of stuff happens a lot. I mean, he's great at what he does, but he can't be great at everything, including you know managing money and knowing who to trust and all that kind of stuff. And then you have uh, Tom Hanks, who's basically like the octopus from The Little Mermaid uh, in this movie, uh, who's just going to strangle him up. Uh, also, people named Dr. Nick in people's lives should just be put down whether or yeah, not they think hilarious. they're doing a good job. Yeah. That's like what they did to Michael Jackson. And I'm sure, you know, a number of other, uh, you know, celebrities where they're worth more regardless of their state. They just have to be awake. Um, but that scene was nuts. He's like, I don't care what you do. He's going on that stage. And then he's just jamming. Uh, Boston Butler, Butler, whatever it is, did a great job playing him. I, I think at least I uh, also thought it was interesting. They really didn't touch on it in the movie, but uh, I'm sure the audience picked up on it. She was 14 when they met. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different time. And I guess they were in Europe. So that's pretty much encouraged over there, I think. Yeah, but uh, she was still like the daughter of a general or something like that. Still yeah. weird. Yeah, no, indeed. Um, but yeah, and enjoyed it. Uh, really liked the stuff. And then I, I really liked at the end, they showed actual footage of fat Elvis mm-hmm. killing it on the piano. That uh, was incredible. And uh, I believe if it, I read it right, he died like two weeks after that. That was like his last concert mm. ever nuts. So yeah, it was good. Basil Lerman did a great job again. When he sticks to these kinds of things where like Elvis is the perfect example, the great Gatsby, um, just a wonderful uh, options and for him to go nuts with his creativity of jewels and sparkles and glitter and all that kind of shit. Um, well done. Also couldn't I, every time I just like how stinky does Elvis have to be sitting there in a leather one yeah. onesie, basically just sweating up a storm. It's got a reek. They didn't have, you know, uh, deodorant like they do today. Probably just like throwing talcum powder all over his body. Maybe he just went straight to the shower afterwards, you know, like a Those also game. had to have been one and done, right? I don't know if you could wash any of those. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they're out there still. Like people frame them and shit. So. <laughs> they're just like green. Yeah. Sweat. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> but yeah, this is good. It's still in theaters. Um, uh, we saw it. Uh, like Wednesday or Thursday last week, midweek, and uh, theater was still fairly full. So people are going to the theater and they're you know, spacing it out. Check it out. What's your next one, Off Road? Uh, I've been rewatching a, a TV show uh, in anticipation now of uh, its prequel coming out soon. Uh, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel, is coming out in a few weeks and. I'm at least going to check it out. I, I hope it's good. I don't know if it will be. Um, it's not the same people who did Game of Thrones. So the people that everyone hate that uh, ruined it, I guess. Uh, they're not the ones doing it. So uh, some other people are, are, are in charge here. Uh, but yeah, I watched uh, the first couple seasons again. I have the uh, the 4K box set. So that's uh, pretty cool. They get to watch it in a better quality. Uh, although uh, in anticipation of House of the Dragon, HBO updated Game of Thrones that you can now stream it in 4K. So um, it's still not as good as watching it on the disc, but you have um, to buffer. yeah, it, it's cool that they added that. And I guess the, the new show will air in 4k as well. Um, but the show's so great and it is so sad that it didn't end well. It was so well written at first and the characters were so good, but I think, I don't know if you could ever end that show. Well, I think that the strength of that show was the various characters and what they were doing, all the, all the plots going on between them that eventually that has to end as the show came to a close and some of your favorite characters were gone. And uh, so just couldn't keep it up. Um, But yeah, just one of the best things they uh, ever did and it didn't uh, end well, but that doesn't mean it's still fun. It's still fun to watch, you know, these episodes. Yeah. And you remember like, Oh yeah, that thing comes back around in like season six or something like that. Cool. Um, and it's just fun to spend time with my favorite guy, you know? Oh yeah. You yeah. like the little finger guy, right? Well, I liked, I liked little finger and Varys, both of the, both the of the guys who were not warriors that were on the council. It's like they both made it because they're smart. 
But uh, Varys was the he was the uh, the master of whispers. You know, he wrote wear those wore the robes. Always yeah, had his, his hands. hands were connected. To yeah, each other. he was the best. He's great. You know, it, that reminds me of when we were recording. I think in producer Luke's parents' garage during the remodel. I think that's where it was, and I couldn't think of anyone's names. And I called the kid, the bingo kid, <laughs> and the other guy, a pigeon fucker. <laughs> I don't remember who that's really. The bingo kid was the wheelchair. In the wheelchair, yeah. 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 <laughs> don't remember the context of it at all, but mm-hmm. yeah, good good times. Yeah. All right, yeah, I don't intend to watch the new one, but who knows? You never know. Yeah, but I, I probably and there's a lot of like fantasy coming out. We got because then you got Lord of the Rings coming out yeah, like two weeks later. That. After that. Yeah. I don't get into that stuff. I, I don't know. All right, you ready for my last one? Yeah, we talked about it last week, and I, I kind of forgot about it, but we ended up watching it. Uh, Netflix's new powerhouse, The Gray Man, from 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, cast goes on. The girl from uh, Julia Butters from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the the little girl with the acting chops. And uh, the new huge Hollywood uh, star, Ana de Armas. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's well done. It doesn't try to be Bond, I didn't feel like. Um, it just tries to be a chaos kind of a thing. And... Yeah, again, Hollywood wants you to believe that at any given time, anywhere in Europe, you are at risk of being in the center of the greatest assassins of all time playing field for fighting. Yeah, it's a crazy place. Every third person walking is a spy. If they're in a suit, they're definitely a spy. That's what they want you to think. So, you know, I'll be there in three months, Andy, and I'll... I'll I'll report back yeah. what I find. If if I sit in on a shootout or watch some guys fight with throwing stars or something, I'll let you know. Yeah, the other problem is like another 10% of the population there um, are ex-special forces that are trying to get their daughter that have been, yeah. have been kidnapped. So. Yeah, that's true. You know, I actually rewatched Taken this week. <laughs> uh, that's just wonderful. That was like that was such like a, a gift for America and the world to get Liam Neeson at that perfect stage because now he's just too old to continue doing these but he was like I don't know 65 or something that back then and he's just wonderful he's whooping ass and I think everyone can agree go ahead and kill everyone who's involved in kidnapping women for trafficking just don't lock them up just kill them we have too many people on the planet Bill Gates already tried let's kill those people but we were talking about the gray man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I liked uh, it's nonstop action, action and uh, told a good story. For the most part, I mean, for one of these, Chris Evans uh, probably had fun playing a villain versus just being, you know, Captain America, which actually was what he was called. Um, he had a weird stash. Wanted to look like a serial killer molester for some reason uh but yeah very very fun you've not watched this no i don't have netflix right now so <laughs> not compelled Weird. not compelled for netflix i'm not a stranger things guy so uh, i, I don't yeah. care about that at all all right what's your last one uh last one here is a movie i went to uh, see in theaters uh not a big release uh but it was in my local theater uh a movie called the vengeance it is uh Written, directed, and starring B.J. Novak, so uh, Ryan of The Office, probably best known Are you as. Talking about this, or did I see this on IMDb? I don't know. You might have might have saw it. Yeah. Um. So he did a he did a series for FX last year. Uh, it was an anthology show, like half hour episodes about weird things. He wasn't starring in it. It was all different people every time. Uh, but this movie was. I think kind of an extension of that. I wonder if he wrote it around the same time because there's some similar ideas here. Um, but this is a movie is about a he's a writer in New York City, works for like New York magazine. He wants to do a podcast, but he needs to find the right idea for his like narrative podcast. Um, and then he is he receives a phone call in the middle of the night from a stranger 
who says uh, his girlfriend has died, but he doesn't have a girlfriend. But the guy explains who who the person who's dead, and it is a girl he had uh, hooked up with a few times. And this is his family calling. They they were led to believe that uh, he was in a relationship with her, and he, he doesn't know how to like tell the truth, and he is awkward. So he uh, agrees to fly out to Texas to go to her funeral and. Uh, see what happens. And then um, the the brother, played by uh, Boyd Holbrook, who's uh, pretty great in this. Um, name is Boyd? Boyd Holbrook. Boyd, okay. You know him. He was in Narcos. Um, he's convinced that uh, they said she died from a drug overdose, but she doesn't use drugs. He was, she must have been murdered. Um, so the character here, BJ Novak's character, decides this is the podcast. It's a true crime mystery. He's already in it. He already has a connection like with these people. only murders in the building. Yeah, so he he decides like I'm here's how I'll help you catch her murder is I'm going to do a podcast about it. Um and he pitches it back to the the people in New York and the fake NPR and they're like, "Yeah, this is a great idea." So um he investigates this murder. He talks to the people in this small town in the middle of West Texas. Uh, Ashton Kutcher is in it. Doesn't Ashton Kutcher doesn't do a lot of acting anymore, but uh he shows up and is a, it's a pretty fun character. Um but yeah, the, the the whole it's a mystery with twists and turns, but also maybe not twists and turns. Maybe it's exactly what you expect. And um, he's trying to say a lot about the current state of the world and um, how a writer from New York and how different they are culturally from people from middle of nowhere, Texas. But, you know, aren't they still good people and we need to understand each other, all that kind of bullshit. And um, it's interesting. And I wasn't bored by it. Um, so maybe a good first effort. It is strange for his first movie to be like, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to write the whole thing. I don't think he's ever directed before. Probably maybe short films was his first real, real movie. So, I mean, he obviously wrote for the office and that's, he was more of a writer on the office than an actor. He just was like, Oh, I'll be on the background in some episodes. And then his role expanded. But um, the most Biff line ever, Biff is a friend of the pod. Uh, when, I think Pam in the office goes to him and says, hey, you have an RSVP to the wedding. Are you coming? When is that? It's this weekend. I might stop by. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he has uh, some similar energy with, with his, his character here. I mean, like, that's the point. He might be this uh, smart, educated writer, but he's, you know, not a good guy in this sense. Um, he's yeah. misleading these people and everything. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a funny scene in the beginning. It's him and uh, John Mayer playing like an exaggerated version of himself where they're just, I don't know, just talking. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's a solid movie. I'm surprised that this like got like made and greenlit in today's era that this is this is not a streaming movie. And this is like this was Blumhouse. Interesting enough that not a horror movie, but so it's, it was released by Universal. So it's like a big movie. It got in theaters, but this is such a very small scale type movie. It's like you don't see these things every day anymore, especially from, uh, you know, not Martin Scorsese doing it. Just uh, a guy who's never made a movie before. So um, oh, pretty good. Yeah, it's cool. It exists. I don't think it's great, but it it's interesting and probably it will be somewhere streaming at some point. But I don't doubt it. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, that's it. All right, well, you've been listening to episode 282 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yep. We'll see you later.